Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Big Spark Studios Original. I have two words for all of you guys. Get help. <laughs> hey, everybody. What's up? And welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. I am your host, Chris Clemens. I only started the podcast off today because I just released like a new section on the middle kid website, which is my clothing brand and it's the tea shop. And I just released this shirt that I'm wearing and I've truly been so excited to start the tea shop. So if you are interested, go on over to middlekid.supply. Oh, booger, you getting comfy. If you guys didn't know, booger is sitting right next to me all the time. And if you don't even know who booger is, well then girl, (laughs) you've got a lot of catching up to do. Now, before we start the episode, be sure to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like video episodes, we upload them to youtube.com slash Chris. As always, rate and review. And before we start the episode, I do want to shout out Amazon wish lists for teachers that are in the description of this episode. As you guys know, I am a firm supporter of our teachers and... It's just horseshit that they have to buy all the supplies for their classroom. So if you've got any extra money or you feel like, you know, making up for all the shit you put a teacher through, check out the description. There'll be some wish lists. Let's clear the list for them and let's take our tops off when we do it. Am I right? <laughs> um, no, I we're not right at all. Now, I figured let's just get educated with the world around us. And by the world, I mean just the most not important bullshit that we could learn. And that means it's time for some pop culture. Now, the first one up is the Barbie movie is ending relationships left and right. And this is all I've wanted to hear. Mm. If I'm going to be single, so do all of you bitches. (laughs) Come on, Barbie. Let's go break up with our boyfriends. 
More than a week after the release of the Barbie movie, social media is full of stories of women who say they deeply reconsidered their relationships after seeing the film, which has grossed more than 750... I don't even know how to pronounce that big of a number. $775 million globally so far. Okay, so... I guess their marketing budget is halfway f- refilled. <laughs> they still need another $775 million to refill the full marketing budget. Am I the asshole for breaking up with my boyfriend over the Barbie movie? One woman asked on the popular Am I the Asshole subreddit before sharing the story of how her boyfriend complained to her about the movie's feminist themes after they left the showing. Um, honey... Your MAGA show and doll. <laughs> I mean, if someone after watching the Barbie movie was like, that is way too feminist. Um, okay, I think Oppenheimer is next door, considering you've bombed this date. <laughs> On TikTok, another woman said the Mattel movie inspired her to break up with her boyfriend after a string of bad behavior on his part. Thank you, Barbie, for empowering me, for giving me the confidence, for making me realize I deserve better. Wow. It is not where I expected us to be in 2023 that people would be learning a lot of lessons from a Barbie movie, but Hey, if it makes shitty men single, (laughs) Oh, I fucking love it. Mm, I'm almost semi hard thinking about it. Wow. And on a just so much less hard note, uh, Lizzo sued by ex dancers for sexual harassment, hostile work environment. This one, I also don't think any of us saw coming in 2023, but Hmm, We'll get into it. Lizzo is a nightmare to work for behind the scenes, at least according to three of her former backup dancers who are suing for what they claim were awful conditions on their job. The singer is named as a defendant in a new lawsuit that was filed by three women who say they dance for Lizzo and her touring company between 2021 and spring 2023, when they claimed they were either unjustly fired or forced to resign due to unbearable circumstances. In the docs obtained by TMZ, Ariana Davis, Crystal Williams, and Noel Rodriguez. And Noel Rodriguez. <laughs> when your mouth don't work like it used to before. <laughs> and Noel Rodriguez. They say they made it into Lizzo's orbit through her Amazon reality show, Watch Out for the Big Girls. And after making the cut, they alleged they were subjected to a number of California workplace violations several of which amounted to sexual harassment, false imprisonment, and interference with prospective economic advantage, among other claims. What is... Did Lizzo put them in prison? What does false imprisonment mean? I think that's holding someone against their will. Okay, wow. That is not great. I say as if that's the bad part about this. On top of all of that, these dancers claim they were constantly being stiffed on the money front, as well as having to constantly turn down other dancing gigs during pauses on tour, and they are suing for major damages. This is like a case of the Ellen DeGeneres. I feel like someone who like comes out dancing and is like, we're going to have a great time. Like, it's, it's always them, you know? Like, I, I'm not going to say what I was about to say, but <laughs> oh, I just... I feel like when people are too good to be true, there's mold behind the walls and there's cockroaches eating it. Did you see who her lawyer will be? <gasps> oh my God. Her lawyer is going to be the guy who defended like Johnny Depp or the girl. I don't remember. I didn't yeah, watch Bill any Cosby. of the trials, but 
Bill Cosby, like Chris Brown. I'm like, well, Lizzo always said she was a Chris Brown fan, so <laughs> I wonder if she's gonna beat the charges. <laughs> that was a Chris Brown is a physical uh, abuser joke. Yeah, that's too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> still too soon. Oh, it is too soon. What? Hello, I'm getting a word from our producers. It's still too soon. No. Thank you so much. <laughs> Anyways. Taylor Swift gives $100,000 bonuses to Eras Tour truckers. Taylor Swift is sharing the wealth from her wildly successful Eras Tour in the form of six-figure bonuses for the truckers hauling her equipment all around the country. Guys, I was offering the same for Unhinged, but no one offered to truck, so you missed out big. Our Taylor sources tell our Taylor sources are telling us that she gifted each trucker working for her tour a hundred thousand dollars, handing out the bonus checks before her Saturday show in Santa Clara, California. We're told the folks getting the money are production truck drivers who have been hauling Taylor's equipment for the Eras tour. There are around fifty truckers for her U.S. tour, which means Taylor just shelled out about five million dollars. I mean, good. Are you kidding me? The amount of money she... Didn't she make like a billion dollars from this tour or something? Or did I just straight up make that up? (laughs) Maybe I made that up. No, I mean, that is really good. I think $100,000. Do I think it could have been like $200,000? Sure, but... I mean, listen. (laughs) Dude, being a truck driver, I just feel like cannot be an easy job. I mean, I can barely drive a car when it's full of groceries, let alone an 18-wheeler full of literal metal beams and like... Whatever the fuck else you haul around on a from a tour, you know, like guitars. There we go. <laughs> Our sources say the checks were an end of tour bonus. Remember, the United States. Everybody, remember at home, <laughs> the United States leg is coming to a close next week when Taylor plays a series of gigs at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood before moving down to Mexico. That's also just literally not a Mexican accent. That was Australian. Okay, bottom line, it pays to work for Taylor. That's so sweet. And according to Sky News, just uh, to note, it's different than Sky Mall. Swift has rewarded everyone from dancers to riggers. Well, that didn't sound right to say. Sound technicians, <laughs> catering staff, and more, totaling $55 million. That's still... It doesn't feel like a lot. For how many people that is? $55 million on a tour that grossed... $100 billion. Hmm. I mean, no, I'm like, don't get it twisted. It's still a great thing she's doing, and I'm glad that she's paying people well. Because, uh, Lizzo, you could, I don't know, I hear take a note or two. <laughs> Yitty. Um, next up, and this one is honestly a story that I have seen from so many different angles. Cardi B suspect for battery after Mike Toss in Vegas. I love that they called it a Mike Toss. It was like a Mike boomerang. <laughs> Cardi B might not get away scot-free with that microphone toss in Las Vegas. She's now listed as the suspect in a battery, TMZ has learned. The woman who was struck by Cardi's mic when she hurled it into the crowd at Dre's nightclub on Saturday went to Las Vegas Metro PD the next day to report the incident. She told police she'd been struck by an item, the microphone, thrown from the stage. Of course, the whole incident was captured on cameras during Cardi's show. No, once again, I have seen this from literally like 10 different angles. As we reported, the woman threw some kind of liquid at Cardi while she was performing, and the rapper snapped, immediately throwing the mic in retaliation. It's unclear if the woman told cops she threw something at Cardi. That is the part that pisses me off. It's like, don't get mad that the bear attacked you after you like hit it with a twig 50 times. Like 
Mm-hmm. I mean, how many more things have to get thrown at people on stage for them to just sit there and take it? If someone threw something at me on stage, I mean, even if it was a fucking drink, I would like, why are you there to throw a drink? Let me tell you, you could do it for a lot less money. Could have just like been in the hotel lobby or the Dre's nightclub or whatever the fuck. I just don't get this sense of like, I'm going to throw a drink and wah, Cardi belted a microphone at me. Yeah, good. She should have taken another one and belted it at you. Please. Also, was she even injured? You've seen all the videos, right? Because it looks like it doesn't even really... I don't know. Cardi f***ing threw the microphone. <laughs> she threw it really hard, but I think the girl got out of the way. She know. Cardi B could literally never work in entertainment again and work for a baseball team and be doing just fine. <laughs> that bitch f***ing hauled the mic. And she's a lefty. Oh my god, I was like, mic drop. Bitch, that was a mic... Pop. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. I'm just really enjoying the blueberries I'm eating, and I couldn't think of anything because I was like, oh, I just want to put these next five bloobs in my mouth. <laughs> um, no, I mean that was truly crazy, and I'm not saying that like violence is the answer, but I'm not mad about Cardi eating the fucking mic. It's like an eye for an eye. Yeah, it's like an eye for two eyes. Because Cardi, that woman, may she rest in peace. Not Cardi. The microphone uh, receiver. <laughs> Next up, how Hillary Duff's metamorphosis changed the lives of millennial women everywhere. And millennial f***s. The album debuted at number two on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart just behind Mary J. Blige's Love and Life. That is a crazy statistic. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Duff charted behind Mary J. Blige before eventually claiming the top spot. While Metamorphosis may have been written off by adults as bubblegum pop, it was, as someone who was there, its impact 20 years later cannot be ignored. And it shan't, thanks to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. <laughs> it's perhaps one of the only reasons younger generations saw the rise of actor-singer crossovers on Disney. That's right. There's a world in which, if this album didn't exist. Breaking news, we might not have had Miley Cyrus, Raven Simone, Vanessa Hudgens, or many other generationally iconic stars. <laughs> HuffPost is really having their way with this article. They're like, yeah, baby, I'm coming clean. Beyond Duff's undeniable impact on Disney's business model, for fans, this album was an awakening to what the modern celebrity could be. While Metamorphosis may have been a way for Duff to define herself beyond the Disney Channel, it became a piece of musical history that impacted the lives of so many fans. <laughs> to this day, people embrace the nostalgia that comes with listening to the album now and bond with others that <laughs> share these childhood memories. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. This, I mean... <laughs> I'm so happy this didn't come from today.com, but I mean, <laughs> it really fucking could have, and it's about like 20 years too late. I mean, what is, <laughs> who is writing this article in 2023? We are globally boiling. I mean, we aren't even on the boil convection yet, and we're writing about an album 20 years ago that said nothing. I'm kind of obsessed, I fear. And that's coming from like literally someone whose like bones were made up of metamorphosis. Oh, God. 
That was a fun laugh. That really made it sound like that album changed the world. And I mean, granted, it did change my 10-year-old world, but I mean, I love you, Hill. I don't think it... You didn't guess to edit that? I actually guess wrote that. (laughs) I work for HuffPost now. It's my side hustle. Hey, guys, 10 things to do with the grapes rotting in your fridge. I guess that's BuzzFeed. Whatever. They're all fucking stupid. Lastly, YouTuber who spent $14,000 to transform into dog takes first walk in public. This is what I want to explain to a Victorian child. I want to see what they would do. Or just an Amish person, honestly. Like, do, do we think Amish people know who you, what YouTubers are? Or, like, what YouTube is? Yeah, I feel like they... Like, legitimately. Like, started out as a joke. How did we end up like this? Like, do they get it? <laughs> Amish in paradise, Riddell. Thank you for adding absolutely nothing to the convo, but like, <laughs> do you think they know what Weird Al is even? That's what I'm saying. Do you think they've seen Amish in paradise by Weird Al Yankovic? I'm just saying. It's a. I'm going to go with. Shout out. Shout out to the Amish. They're not hearing you, bitch. If they are, they're not fucking Amish. So I hate to burst your bubble. Anyways, a Tokyo-based YouTuber who goes by Toko spent upwards of $14,000 for a custom costume designed to make him look like a collie. And now, on his first walk outside, posted July 21st, though he said it was filmed last year when he was interviewed by German TV station RTL, Toko can be seen performing many dog-like tricks, such as rolling over while also opting for human mannerisms, including waving at passerby. This is what everyone thinks those, like, sun bears are that are, like, dressed... Have you seen that, where people think, like, bears in a zoo in China are humans dressed up as bears, but, like, that's just what... Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're, like, waving? Yeah, they're, like, standing and waving. I mean, granted, <laughs> it is off-putting, but, like, those bears looked more like humans than this dog did, I thought. Like, this dog costume, I was like, okay... So fourteen thousand dollars. That's all it. That's all it takes. You're telling me I could twin booger and walk down the street with my dog looking like my dog. <laughs> the last thing I need is a deranged idea like this. Anyways, I would like to find the website they got this from. <laughs> and real dogs are positivity. <laughs> <laughs> and real dogs are positively confused. <laughs> the video, actual four-legged creatures can be seen approaching Toko before darting away. Back in April 22, Toko first announces furry future. I ordered a costume, he wrote on Twitter. Thanks to you, I was able to fulfill my dream of becoming an animal. I feel like that's something Jake Paul also said in maybe like 2019. Indeed, it has been his wish since he was a child. I think it was a desire to transform, he previously told the Daily Mail. I've thought about it since I can remember. That was me with making t-shirts for Middle Kid. This guy's like, ever since I can remember, I just wanted to be a... Although, wow, now I said it like that. Yeah, I feel that. Felt that in my soul. Mm. (laughs) Anyways, do you remember your dreams when... I don't care. I have seen the videos of this person walking as a dog in a dog costume, and it is truly absurd i have not seen the season of black mirror yet but i just can't help but feel like we have been robbed from this episode because it is one of the craziest videos justin you have to like include a clip of this from like the internet it is just crazy have you guys seen it 
What? Look it up right now. We'll take a break. It seems unsettling. I, I, I've seen the story, but I was too afraid. Oh, just wait till you see. Just wait till you see the video, Sam. You will. Oh. It's frightening. Oh, what the f***? No. No, what the f***? <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> even the way he walks, I'm like, how does that, how is a human even doing this? Yeah, the face. It's crazy. Uh, no, that's awesome. Right? Yeah, this is sick. <laughs> Guys, I really don't think, I, I think I'm like a year off from this being me. I really do. <laughs> Booger costume. Like, I really think we're like within the year. Booger's about to have a sibling and guess what? It's me. <laughs> I don't like the head. That's what she said. For the hundredth episode, dude, I'll come out. <laughs> oh my god, the hundredth episode! I've gotten questions about our hundredth episode, which is coming up, and we're actually going to be doing a live show in Los Angeles. Um, I think by the time this goes up, oh, it goes up next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, there should be tickets available. We'll put them in the description. Oh my god, that's so fun to announce, and the whole team will be there. How fun! And I'll be dressed as a French bulldog. <laughs> 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 and Justin's coming as a mini chihuahua. <laughs> That's what I would want to see. Like, I understand and respect the hustle to chase your dreams and make them happen. But if you're really going to do it, go fucking big. But, like, don't. Like, go small. Like, I want to see you dress up as a chihuahua <laughs> if you're going to do this. Like, I want to see how low can you go in terms of dog sizes. Because a collie cop out like you could have been a great dane that's just a human on all fours i want to see you yeah as like a pug i don't know why i'm talking as if this person is watching our show but <laughs> you never know Alrighty, now before we carry on with the rest of the episode, I want to thank today's sponsor, which is Helix Sleep. Now, if you guys do not know, Helix is a premium mattress in a box company that takes all of your unique needs and wants in a mattress, and it ships it right to your door. Now, the Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? And that is through the Helix Sleep Quiz, which is like a two-minute quiz quiz that will find the best mattress for your body. When I took the Helix Sleep Quiz, I said what bed size I was looking for. I said that I'm a side sleeper and like a medium firmness, and I was matched up with the Helix Midnight Lux, and it is the perfect bed for me. Oh, I've had it for years, and it just... Going to bed stays being one of my favorite things for so many reasons, but topping the list is my mattress from Helix. Now, Helix knows that there's no better way to test out a new mattress other than by sleeping on it in your own home, which is why they offer 100-night risk-free trial for you to try out your new Helix mattress, see how your body adjusts, and if you decide it's not the best fit, you're welcome to return it for a full refund. On top of all of that, Helix mattresses are American-made and come with a 10- or 15-year warranty, depending on the model. And remember, you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. So if Helix mattresses sound like something that you want in on, Helix is offering up to $350 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our unhinged listeners when you go to helixsleep.com slash unhinged. This is their best offer yet and it won't last long. Go to helixsleep.com slash unhinged with Helix Better Sleep Starts Now. Let's get back to the episode. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot... 
Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. This episode is brought to you by the Weather Channel app. Did you know the app can help you forecast more than just the weather? With allergy tracking and flu risk mapping. So you know when to stay inside and load up on podcasts as well as air quality and UV indexing. So you know when to get outside, load up on sunscreen and podcast. Forecast more of what you love with the Weather Channel app. Anyways, I've been talking quite a bit, which means um, it's time to hear from you guys. Now, a lot of you guys have not been able to see the prompts when we ask them. So what we are going to start doing is announcing the prompts for future episodes on prior episodes. Perfect. Yeah? Did we get that? Cool. I don't know if we did, but anyways, call in to 310-844-6459, and I want to hear the sluttiest thing you did this summer. I want the tea, I want the juice, and I want the semen, okay? I want it all. I mean, wow, that... I, yeah, no, I heard that after it like echoed in my ear, and I was like, whoa, Chris, that was just crazy. So many liquids. But, you know, I want to, I don't want like any just the tip kind of thing. You know, I want the full, <laughs> so tell me, call in, tell me about the sluttiest thing you did this summer. Well, not too crazy because we do still have to like monetize this episode, you know? So, yeah, I don't really know what I'm asking for, but just call in. Anyways, I don't remember. What we asked for for this episode, is it just random ones? There is no prompt for this one. This one is a smattering. Oh, good. I love when it's just pure unhinged voicemails. Woo! Hit it, DJ. Hey, Chris. Hey. So, um, my name's Aubrey. I'm 15. And um, 15? my mom just found out. Okay, so whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, my God. I this is such a 15-year-old on the phone. I smoke a lot. I smoke a lot of weed. So like, I'm on the phone whispering. Whatever. But um, my mom found out. She found my empty car in my room. And um, I'm whispering because I live my parents' house. No, I hear that. Thanks, doll. And um, she's, like, freaking out. She told my dad, I want to send me to, like, military school. And I just do it because, like, I get anxious. And, like, it really calms me. And, like, I, like, it's, I, I just love weed. I love weed. And she's starting to, like, get rid of my phone. Like, cut me off from, like, all my friends. Because she's insane. Um, so, yeah. Just, like, I don't know. I don't know what the, like, the prompt was. For, like, <laughs> your, me neither. Like, podcast, so, phone call. right but, on. Uh, I don't really care. Because I just want to call you. Because it's so awesome. Okay. Yeah, um, help me. I don't know. What do I do? <laughs> Love you. Bye. Okay. I feel like someone just called me about like a, a robbery and I'm like, no, no, call 911. Like, not me. <laughs> wrong num you have the wrong number. Um, I would just say that like Lana Del Rey threw the cartridge at you after she was done with it, and that's why you kept it. <laughs> like, I mean, come on, guys, let's get better with lying here. Am I gonna have to join Masterclass just to Give y'all help with lying? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Leonardo DiCaprio threw his empty vape at me, and I kept it, Mom, okay? <laughs> I mean, like, totally believable. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I don't really have help for you on this one because I, although, okay, I can relate it to drinking. I did like drink a little when I was in high school. What were your lies? My lies? Yeah, like we, we, if you got caught, what would you, how did you get out of it? Um, my mom never found out that I was drinking. She did, however, find me the night after a party sleeping in my bed with a book upside down as if I was reading it when I had no intentions <laughs> of reading it. Um, so surprisingly, that was not a giveaway. She just thought I was really tired, which I was because I was a hungover 15-year-old. Um, so like that, oomsus, might have something to do with it. But I was just such a good kid. I didn't really need to lie, you know? <laughs> uh, psych. No, I lied about just, like, literally everything, I feel. Like, just the small things of, like, how was school? And I'm like, it was so good. How was your test? Oh, my God. I might be a genius. <laughs> it's like, meanwhile, I know that I have to get the test signed by my parents. I'm like, okay, we're going to stall for some time here. Yeah, I don't really have advice for smoking weed in, like, high school. That sounds really stressful. Like, I remember when I lived in New York before moving to California. And I would smoke weed as, like, an adult. And that was terrifying. And I lived alone. I can't even imagine being 15. How do you even get weed as a 15-year-old, first of all? From a drug dealer. I know, but, like, be careful with that shit. Vapes can be cut. Quick answer. Vapes can be cut with, like, a lot of stuff. Like, you don't don't want to fuck around. I know I'm going to sound like an old bitch in 2.1 seconds, but your lung health is going to be really important. And you're going to care about it in the future. Don't don't be silly, guys. (laughs) PSA. <laughs> I don't know what this random piece of honest, <laughs> sentimental like advice was, but it's true. You don't think about it, and then you get like to almost thirty, and you're like, "Holy shit! I should have taken so much better care of my body." <laughs> I say as if like I don't have the plan to like light up my lungs <laughs> as soon as the sun goes down. Like I'm like, guys. Be safe as I lift up the Illuminati sign. I don't know what's happening. Let's just hear another voicemail. I really am. My leg is itching. Oh, my God. Hi, Chris. I know it's months ago, but I couldn't stop talking and thinking about you yesterday at Uh Monday Night Trivia because there was a question about Drake's passage, and I so confidently remembered your video, and I put Iceland down as the answer, and I disappointed my whole team, and I'm never going back because... My confidence mixed with my wrong answer made me want to KMS. Bye. I was so excited at the prospect of possibly of teaching someone one thing, and you still didn't learn a fucking thing. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. You are one of my children, and I applaud you. <laughs> Come on, girl. It's Antarctica. Drake's passage you take to Antarctica, Iceland is like quite literally whoop, the other side of the country. And by country, I do mean planet. So, <laughs> yeah, the apple doesn't fall far from the Clementine tree. That's great. I think she was thinking of Antarctica and ice, and she got too excited. So she said, Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I just called this planet a country, but I'm not that stupid. I did understand <laughs> where she went wrong with that. I just am more so like... Girl, come on. Ugh. That's why I went to Antarctica to teach you guys about nature and the planet, otherwise known as a country. Now we're going to switch gears away from voicemails for a sec because when I was on Two Hot Takes, 
with Morgan, who was on a previous episode of Unhinged. I had the best time because I am not a Reddit user. I know, shocking, which it kind of is. A lot of people assume that I'm a Reddit person. I'm not. I've like literally never been on the website by myself. Uh, no, that's not true. I got a Google alert because I have Google alerts for myself because sometimes people will like put you in articles and it scours like the internet for anything that like has your name. It tells you it was like about people on Reddit, like talking shit about how I'm such a whiny privileged bitch, which. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I bought marble countertops and I was upset that they got ruined. If you bought yourself marble countertops and they got ruined, you too would be upset. So shut the f up. Okay, you're projecting. Go outside, touch some grass, middle kid dot supply. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was talking about. Reddit. Oh, yeah. So, Reddit. I wanted to incorporate some of this, like, Reddit craziness onto Unhinged, and I'm fully giving credit to Two Hot Takes. Go listen to their podcast. It's amazing. I want to be back on it. I want to co-host it. I want... I, I just... Oh, my God. I want to live there. It was so fun. And Justin has found... Some stories to tell us, and we are going to sit around like little Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, and we're going to, I don't have any marshmallows or anything, but we'll just listen. <laughs> okay, so this one's coming from Am I the Asshole? It goes, am I the asshole for being rude and dismissive about all of my wife's baby name ideas? My wife and I are expecting our first child in the coming months, and we have chosen not to find out the sex until the baby is born. Things are starting to feel very real now, so we've started to properly discuss names, but we've realized we both have vastly different tastes in name style, and we're having a hard time finding the right one. My wife likes names that are out that are out there and unique, but I find these names tacky and silly and would prefer to have a better known, more traditional name. <laughs> this, oh my god, these people are savage. They're like typing this to Beyonce's internet. As if their wife can't fully find it. If you have to go on Reddit to shit talk your partner, <laughs> that feels like they shouldn't be your partner. Anyways, so sorry. This is crazy. Okay, so last night she showed me a short list she had put together and I thought and thought that I might like. The names on the list were for a girl Fern, Phoenix, Rhodes, Fawn, Brixton with an X and a, and a Y. A Y? Where the fuck is the Y? Also explain how, is that supposed to be Phoenix? How Phoenix is spelled? Oh, Phoenix is spelled F-E-N-N-I-X. <laughs> but, okay, so. I'm not, boy, I'm not joking, babe. I'm not joking, babe. Ask a fourth grader how to spell Phoenix. And that is literally how they would spell it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> that's crazy. So for a boy, she suggested Spark, Diesel, Quincy, Phoenix, oh, spelled correctly. Phoenix spelled right. <laughs> no. I didn't even see that. That's so funny. Uh, Buck and Fox. I mean, naming your son Fox is asking him to be a fucking fraternity rapist. What are you talking about? So he said these names are tamer than what she suggested before, but I told her they didn't feel right. I suggested ideas like Rose instead of Rhodes, Felix instead of Phoenix, and Butch instead of Buck. And so he, he's like, uh, these names don't sound right. Uh, in case you forgot, we're not getting a dog. It's a child. <laughs> so no, no. Okay. So hold on. Uh, I finally snapped when she suggested zoomer. <laughs> I asked if she was serious and said it was a stupid name. She asked what my problem was and why I was so dismissive of all of her ideas and shooting down all the names she likes. I told her we were naming a child and not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> 
and that names can have a huge impact on the child. I said, I don't want my child to be bullied or taken less seriously because they have a ridiculous name. <laughs> uh, she told me I was rude and that I was the bully for making her feel unsupported. She started crying and went to bed. I decided to give her some time and space. So I waited until she was sleeping to go to bed. I feel bad about coming at her the way I did, but I also feel it needed to be said. Am I the asshole? No, you are not the <laughs> asshole. I mean, you are very much. I am so sorry for shitting on you at the beginning of this, sir or ma'am or whoever you are. I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 come here, Zoomer. It's time for dinner. What, bitch? Like, that's what you should say. You have to, like, start saying phrases like that. Like, come on, Phoenix, spelled F-E-E-N-I-X, time for breakfast. What? I feel like they missed an opportunity with Zoomers, though, because the kid could have the Zoomies, just like a dog, right? <laughs> if it has the zoomies it should be put down that's insane for a child to have the zoomies like a dog <laughs> unless they're planning on buying a $14,000 dog costume <laughs> none of those names should be on the fucking list point blank <laughs> period yep literally that is absurdity at first I was thinking like wow this guy is the asshole I'm ready to write a fucking Reddit post about this person who's coming up with the fucking names. Father of the year. That kid has no idea the battle that that father put on for their child. That kid will have no idea that it saved them from a life being called Zoomer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is fucking ridiculous. And let me guess, they are white. <laughs> God, I literally hate people. Like, you know it's up when Gwyneth Paltrow's daughter named Apple sounds just like Chris. <laughs> I'm so pissed off right now. That's insane. That's a child, not a dog or a hamster. Okay, so you want to rip one more? Let's rip one more. It's either that or me ripping another fart. So okay, so this is um this is one from today. I fucked up. Okay. Oh. So today I fucked up by brushing my teeth. Uh oh. Uh, today I got up early to babysit. I'd eaten breakfast and drank some coffee. Then I brushed my teeth to be on my way out the door. I started brushing my teeth like normal, but when I got to my front teeth, I noticed my toothbrush was really hard and was tearing up my gums. I personally use a medium to soft bristle brush. So this was not right. I took the toothbrush out of my mouth and just looked at it for a second. Definitely not my toothbrush, but the hard bristled brush we use for my son's turtle, <laughs> his turtle cleaning brush. I immediately threw it away and started racking my brain on how while rinsing my mouth with Listerine and rebrushing. I remembered I had sent my son to the bathroom to clean his turtle as I was oh. cleaning the tank in his, his bathroom. So my husband, thinking nothing of the random purple toothbrush on the sink, put it in the cabinet where I keep my toothbrush and toothpaste. <laughs> uh, from now on, the, to the turtle toothbrush is labeled, <laughs> all caps, <laughs> and kept in my son's bathroom where all the turtle cleaning shit belongs. Oh, <laughs> my God. The kid who said, I like turtles, is shaking right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, is that person's mouth not just f***ed? I feel like, doesn't Salmonella come Did into play? Oh, my God. Wait. I remember freshman year of college, I got one of those little turtles off the street. Mm -hmm. And then I was, like, playing with it. I have pictures of me kissing it. And then I called my mom, like, two weeks later because I was like, oh, God, she's going to kill me when I tell her I got a f***ing turtle. And she was like, Chris, those have salmonella. And I was like, huh. 
Well, tell that to the prince I just kissed. <laughs> whoopsies. Oh, that's a frog, not a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> well, there goes another joke of mine. Whoopsies. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, I have trouble with these kinds of stories because, I mean, don't you know what your toothbrush looks like? And if there's a purple toothbrush with wire bristles? In the dark, though. Oh, it was in the dark. I missed that part. Yeah, it was like early in the morning. I mean, but they had breakfast and coffee. I mean, there's really kind of no excuses for them. You are the asshole. <laughs> I am the asshole. <laughs> bitch. It's me. Hi. I'm the asshole. It's me. Have, haven't you ever accidentally, I've only done this once, but accidentally grabbed like something that wasn't toothpaste and put it on your toothbrush? But, I, I did that once. What? <laughs> no. Listen, I know you might not gather this from everything I've said in the past, but I am not that stupid to put anything <laughs> remotely close <laughs> to a tube of toothpaste near my fucking toothbrush. Oh, I mm. see. Yeah, yeah. What was it? I have never been the person who's like, toothbrush, toothpaste, and every other thing that comes in a tube next to it. That's psychotic. Like Gorilla Glue? <laughs> Like, have your toothbrush on one side and have soap and everything else on the other. I, I fucked up a lot in life. I've never fucked that up. But if you're staying at someone else's house or something. I bring my own fucking well, toothpaste and toothbrush. Right. Yes, you're perfect. But well, what'd you put on your toothbrush? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I want to know. <laughs> what did you yeah, do, Sam? Sam? <laughs> well, I was staying at someone else's house and I just grabbed, it was like the shape of toothpaste and I put it on and I put it in my mouth. And I go, oh, this is not toothpaste. And it was like, um, like a cream, like a medicated, like a lotion. Yeah, the shape of toothpaste. <laughs> it was the shape of It tube. was cream, the shape of toothpaste. Tube, a tube, the same tube, <laughs> like diaper or something. I don't know yes. what it was. It was you know. Sam, the more concerning thing is that you are about to use someone else's toothpaste tube. Yeah, because you're staying the night somewhere else. Bring your own toothpaste. And you don't know when you're going to. All right. Never mind. She grabbed something that was the shape. No, of I do. I have a whole travel <laughs> thing for. What do you mean you don't know you... when you're going? Like, if you brought a toothbrush, normally you would grab the toothpaste next to the toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes right? you spend the night. Sometimes you spend the night at someone's house you weren't planning on. Uh Oh, listen, I've had a lot of spending the night at people's places that you didn't plan on. Uh, something happens. Whoopsie doopsie. You still fucking don't use someone else's toothpaste tube. I, I feel what? like we've had this. We've had this argument before. And I know you're really strict about like toothpaste is for one person and not anyone else. But yeah, I mean, like there's times <laughs> where it's like I've split a hotel room with someone and they're like, I forgot my toothpaste. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I trust your mouth. Oh, wow. You did let them. Yeah, like I'm not a total okay. monster. I'm just like mostly a monster. And <laughs> I I just don't understand you bringing a toothbrush but not bringing toothpaste. If you had none of them, I would understand. No, I they were they had toothpaste like a like a fresh toothbrush that I could use. I didn't have anything. I brought nothing with me. Not even clothes. Okay. I want to move on. <laughs> she accidentally she accidentally put on tinfoil thinking they were clothes. She was like, what? This isn't a shirt. This is cling wrap. <laughs> Wait, this isn't my underwear. It's a tablecloth. How did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cute, actually. 
<laughs> That's your homework. Come next time in a fully project runway tablecloth underwear. <laughs> All right. Let's hear more voicemails from y'all. I We've said enough. We have really reached the f- wor- our word limit. Hi, Chris. This is Thunder. And a couple weeks ago, you Thunder? wanted us to call in about our biggest fails. And I totally forgot about this one. Um, so I attend this club regularly and it's like an alt emo kind of club and they have a monthly kink event (laughs) and it's called Deviance and it's pretty f***ing sick. Um, you can get whipped and spanked and play with people. Um, and it's very, very safe and, um, consensual. So don't worry about it. Anyways, that's not the point. The point is... I ran into my therapist at this kink event, and I didn't recognize her at first, and I was so drunk and high that I went up to her, and I was like, can I be next? Because she was playing with somebody, doing a scene, if you will, and my kinky ass was like, I want to join, and I didn't realize it was her. And then she had to break up with me and was like, yeah, we, I can't be your therapist anymore. And it was the most awkward f***ing thing. Uh, I have a new therapist now, and she's great. Um, but, <laughs> but I bet you don't see her at the club. I kind of get scared that I'm going to run into my ex-therapist. Um, so, yeah, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you so much, Thunder. I... Also think you might be the child of the people from the Reddit story that we heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you missed out on Zoomer, but your name is Thunder. Um, wow. Wow. I mean, it could have been worse. You could have seen, like, a teacher, a therapist. Yeah, your therapist was like, bitch, I don't know how to even navigate this scenario. So, later. Oh, I think I have to break up with my therapist, and I'm really sad about it because I don't have health insurance anymore. I love America. Um, I didn't realize that when I moved from California to Delaware, my plan was only good in California. So now I owe my therapist, uh, four digits of money because my insurance never paid and I think I have to break up with him. So (laughs) I don't know why I just opened that wound. Wow. Making sure this is, I owe my therapist. (laughs) I owe my, oh my God, literally. I'm like, everybody please buy my Mayfair collab so I can pay my therapist. (laughs) Cause right now I'm not his favorite whoopsies wow oh my god that club sounds really fun i still cannot believe you didn't recognize your therapist i could be 30 shots deep and i mean first of all i think i'd be in the hospital and like also in the ground but i think i'd still be like steve (laughs) steve at at kinky fridays holy shit yeah i just don't think that would sit right with me but Love it. All right, let's hear another voicemail. Hi, Chris. My name is Jasmine. I'm 24. I'm from Australia. Oh, my God. I watched your f***ing, like, brother's wedding video. And I just want to say, like, that was, like, I literally have tears. Like, that was so beautiful. And I just wanted to say how much of a big inspiration you are to me. You have helped me through my deepest, darkest times. And I always had your videos and your podcast that helped me through it. 
always making a smile and the joy to my face. Please, stop it, mate. I just really, really love you, and I just want to thank you so much for that. You literally bring so much joy to my life, and I cannot imagine... You're going to make me start crying in my basement. Either you on YouTube or you on the podcast. I love you and the whole team so much. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, I can tell that I you're like really you know, ugly crying. I love and appreciate everything you have f***ing done. You are Thank you. a blessing to this f***ing world. Um, yeah. I love you. Bye. Oh, my God. Thank you. Hear that, Reddit? I'm a blessing to this f***ed up world. <laughs> I don't know what my accent's doing right now. Oh, my God. You motherfuckers are trying to make me cry on this show. Not today, bitch. Oh, my God. That was one of the sweetest messages I've ever heard. I really think sometimes I don't understand the full magnitude of like the Chris Clemens cinematic universe. Yeah. The cinematic, the spider verse. Exactly. (laughs) I just, I I just, it really hearing that kind of stuff. Totally. Like, Ooh, I don't even know like what to say. I'm like, Ooh, thanks. I guess I'm so awkward. I just, it's so, I just can't imagine people like crying over me. And that, like, I would even mean that much to people. Um, but I do want to say, and, like, it's going to sound so fucking cheese balls, cheese puffs, cheese curd. But, like, there are so many times where all of this is the reason I get through stuff. And if there was nobody watching or nobody tuning in or giving a fuck, like, you guys have done the exact same for me that I have apparently done for you. And I don't want that to get lost in any of this. Jesus Christ, we are getting sentimental on such a chaotic episode. What is happening? I'm like literally about to cry. (laughs) But for real, thank you very much. I appreciate it, mate. And I love you. Big love. Big love. Also, wow, I feel like we haven't had an Australian caller yet. I loved that. And if we have, I'm... So sorry I forgot about you. Um, but we're going to move on. So no one really dwells on the fact that maybe I, uh, we did have an Australian caller. I have seen this filter on TikTok. And I wanted to partake. However, I wanted to do it on the podcast. It is called Drag Race Blind Rank. And I thought this was a fun-ass way. They're going to give us 10 random drag queens, and I have to rank them from first to worst, in my opinion. And I don't know which one's coming next. So, ah! And I'm also kind of nervous, because, like, I love Drag Race, but I am by no means a Drag Race, like, aficionado. If that... Is that... That's a word, right? I didn't just make that up. No. You, it's good. Okay. That's really, that's real work. Thank you, Miriam and Webster. <laughs> um, alrighty. We are just going to get into this and see what happens. Okay. First up, we have Yuha Hamasaki. So I don't know you, huh? So you're going to be 10th. Darian Lake. Darian Lake was just on All Stars 8. 
Is that what just happened? Jesus. Um, I like Darian, but like, isn't my total fave. I'm going to put her at seven just because like, I feel like she, Jaden Dior Fierce. I also don't know Jaden Dior Fierce. I'm so sorry. Utica Queen. Okay. Utica. I know this might be controversial. A lot of girls love Utica. I am just sort of indifferent. So I'm putting her at six. Thorgy Thor, I'm putting it eight. Thorgy kind of annoys me. Sometimes Aquaria, we're going to do three because she works. Morgan McMichaels. Okay, we're going to restart this because this is just looking abysmal to me. I'm like, okay, so it turns out I don't know enough about literally any of the ones I've seen. All the other people I've seen do this have like literally gotten like, I'm like, oh, perfect. This one. Okay, we're going to start over. First up. Shangela. Shangela is going to get like five. I think Shangela is so entertaining. Nasha Lopez was so underwhelming to me, in my opinion. I'm going to put her at eight. Although I did see her out of drag and I was like, whoa, (laughs) work. And speaking of work, we've got Delta work. And I'm going to put Delta at 10 because I don't really know much about Miss Delta. Honey Mahogany, we are going to put at seven, just above Nasha. Bosco! Oh my god, Bosco's from season 14, I believe. Season 14 was, in fact, so strong. Um, I'm gonna put Bosco... Shit, I'm gonna do three for Bosco. I was thinking of two. But, okay, Soju, respectfully, we're putting at number nine. <laughs> um, Fifi O'Hara, I wish I could change all of this and put it ten, because Fifi O'Hara might be my least favorite drag queen of all time. And I'm sure maybe she's a nice lady. From what I have seen on television, not <laughs> a motherfucking fan, a mother tucking fan, a mother anything fan. Ugh, I hate that Fifi O'Hara is going into sixth because that's the furthest down. Sasha Valor, number one. I mean, Sasha Valor, if you need anything to watch for like three minutes, look up Sasha Valor's finale lip sync oops i guess that's a spoiler that she made it to the finale (laughs) well spoilers um oh my god truly an artiste oh rebecca glasscock god i love drag names so much i don't know anything about melissa's glasscock so we're gonna put her at four and last up in number two nina flowers Wow. So all I'm learning is that I need to watch more television because this didn't really hit the way I thought it would have. I thought this was going to be a lot more entertaining. It just turns out that we've learned what we already knew, that I'm a fucking idiot. We're going to play one more and see what happens because I'm determined to get... Okay, Olivia Lux. I don't know who that is. Thank you so much to coming to Unhinged with Chris Clemens today. Um, We're just going to pull the plug which is what i hope someone does if i am in a coma so thank you so much uh be sure to subscribe to unhinge with chris clemens wherever you get your podcast rate and review us as well and if you like video episodes they are up on youtube.com slash chris be sure to check out the teachers amazon wish list down below and give what you can go to middlekid.supply and get your new t-shirts from the tea shop and as always thank you justin sam and jake for everything that you do to make this podcast what it is I love you guys and have a good rest of your day, night or morning. I don't know what it is, where you are, but yeah.
the end. <laughs> and now we have an outro song. <laughs> 